Son of Thorpas. of La Montespan to prevent Francois' message to Joël falling into undesirable hands have already begun to develop. The loyal honorine is persuaded to spend the night at the wayside forge on the edge of Bondi Forest. And here, the blacksmith, under pretense of hospitality, offers the old man poisoned wine. Honorine takes the glass and pauses a moment, suddenly aware of two pairs of eyes fixed upon him. The blacksmith small, shrewd ones, and the big, frightened ones of a nest a little hunchback, who stands apart in the shadows, her fingers twisting and untwisting in an agony of suspense. He hesitates, but the smith smiles with disarming honesty, holds up his own glass and says, Your health, monsieur. Drain it to the last drop. You will not taste such wine as this again. To you, then, my health. Mmm, you mm, is well right. This is very good wine indeed. I have seldom tasted. Monsieur, <coughs> 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 what is it? <coughs> what has happened? The glasses, you, you, you said it was a woman. Uh, uh, I have been uh, uh, myself. I cannot breathe. I. Uh, 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 Monsieur, Monsieur, what is it? Uh, my child, is there a doctor with him? Call I He is dead, Monsieur. It was a poison. Poison? In the wine. You, you poisoned him? Monsieur, you must believe me. I am no murderer. I... He was a wicked man. There was no help for it. You, you poisoned him? Oh, no, no, Monsieur. It was not I. He... He put it there himself. I did but change the glasses. Oh, monsieur, you must believe me. I changed the glasses when I stumbled against the table. I was afraid he would notice it. He was so confident and so used to my clumsy I do not understand. What are you saying? You must be mad. If you change the glasses, then... Oh, no, but it is No, monsieur. It was meant to be. But why... I am an old man, traveling peacefully. I do not even know this, Smith. It was coincidence that stopped me here. These are phantoms of a crazed mind. No, no, monsieur. You must believe me. You're in danger still, for he will return. I heard him say so. But who will return? The traveler who sent you here. He was hired by a great lady. What's that you say? You carry a message. A message. Rumor is right then. He would seek to poison, to murder an old man, in order to place a crown upon her head. You believe me now? Yes, child, I believe you. To think that one with so much power should use it so cruelly. Ah, child, my mistress would not speak so low if power were hers. If she were queen... Yes, you cannot stay here. You must go on. I tell you, he will be back. Then we will leave at once. I cannot go with him. Yes, yes, I could not let you stay. They would kill you. Would it matter, Miss Smith? Look at me. Twisted, deformed, clumsy. 
I'm not fit for this world. All men turn away their eyes in disgust at sight of me. Oh, it's just crazy. You said I had a sweet voice. So don't worry for me, monsieur. Go at once and hurry. I could not leave you. You must come with me. Then we would both be killed. For I'm so slow and would detain you. Oh, for the love of heaven, for the sake of the good lady who sent you with the message that you carry. Oh, I beg of you, go at once before it is too late. It's too late already, my friend. Who is she? Does it matter? I hold a gun and therefore I'm the one to ask questions. I am too old to argue with a gun, mistress. I'm glad you realize it. So, little Annette, you are not as stupid as your uncle thought, eh? I'm right, I suppose, in thinking you are responsible for this slight change in our plans. Oh, well, never mind. It matters little who is to blame. The result is the same. Smith is dead, I suppose. He drank your poison. Then he is certainly dead. It was a mistake. Oh, an unfortunate one for the Smith. Now, I don't think for a moment you're fooling me. Admittedly, he made the mistake of drinking the stuff, but I don't think he did so quite of his own free will, eh? Eh, Speak up now. Did he? Did he? I... Oh, monsieur, leave me alone. No, no, of course he didn't. You are hurting me. Oh, please. It doesn't matter. Leave the child alone. No, of course it doesn't matter. In a way, I should thank the child. She saved us money, or rather, she saved me money, for I shall expect to be paid extra for the trouble of shooting you both. And I don't like shooting. It's a messy way of ending things. You prefer poison, I see. Your coward's way. You should enjoy shooting an old man and a crippled child. Hold your tongue and hand over the note. What note? The message you carry from the Marchioness de Sougere. You see, I know all about this. You are mistaken, my friend. You have the wrong man. I carry nothing of importance. I have not any time to waste, my friend. Give me the note, or I'll shoot first. And take it for myself afterwards. We have let enough time go by in idle chatter. I've work to do. Then you best do it. I carry no note, monsieur. You are a stupid, pig-headed old fool for which you will die. This is your last chance. You give me the note, or do I take it? Take it, if you will. Oh, monsieur. I will not give it. Very well, then. Ahoy there. Ah! Monsieur Joel. Ah, no, you don't. I don't like guns to work on me, so there it goes. And you after it like so. Oh. Down like a mountain, out like a light. Upon my sword. I wanted he thought the universe was behind that blow. What's it all about? I don't know. My motto exactly. Fight first, but ask questions afterwards. May I be struck down if I ever knew one like you for getting into fights. Well, old man, don't stare so. It is only Master Joel taking a little quiet exercise. But death of my life, what's this? Have you knocked out two of them, Joel? Uh, no, by whom? By you, monsieur. I did it. Who? Annette. Child, I didn't see you there. So much happened so quickly. So now I come to think of it, I heard you cry out. Have they hurt you? Oh, no, no, monsieur. But I thought, I thought you were dead. 
They said... I know it was I who poisoned him. No, it was meant for this gentleman. And then the other one, he would have shot at me. Quietly, quietly, my little one. I cannot understand what you say when it tumbles out so quickly. Do not be afraid. You are safe now. He saved my life, monsieur. And I suspect she once saved mine. There, child. Don't cry. Don't cry. It is all right now. You can see that gentleman won't worry you again. Is she dead? No. More's the wonder. After the sledge, after the sledgehammer just landed on his chin. Shall I skewer him to the floor with my good sword, Joel? It would ensure his staying put for a while. I do not think there is any chance of his moving for quite some time, Fouquet, so don't worry. Oh, no trouble at all. It will be a pleasure to run him through. Oh, tie him up and leave him for Monsieur de la Reine to deal with. Oh, well, if you say so. I do. It is late, and we have ridden a long way. I am tired. I think food and rest would do us all good. Let us all go upstairs, and Honorin shall cook us some supper. Come at it. But, Joel, just to tie him up... We've all had enough for today, Friquet. There's a rope in the corner there. You bind him securely. He'll keep until the morning. Well, if you say so... And remember, we have far to ride again tomorrow. Had you forgotten the mission we are on? As if I could. Then see to it. Come on, it, Honorin. Uh, monsieur, have you not wondered what I am doing here? So far from the lady, so far from Saint-Germain. Upon my sword, things have happened so quickly, I had not thought of it. What are you doing here? I was seeking you, monsieur. Seeking me? Is something wrong? What has happened? Tell me, tell me quickly, man. I bring a message for you from the mistress. Uh, wait a moment. Uh, here. Thank you. <laughs> Monsieur Chauvel, come home without loss of time. Aurora's life is in danger. Aurora. Aurora in danger. Frique, Frique, leave that and saddle up again. What? Saddle again? Yes, yes, at once. I must make straight for Paris immediately. Paris tonight? I thought you were too tired even to talk. But to ride to Paris tonight. Tired? I would go to Paris this night, though I had to drag myself upon my knees. Then I'd better get the horses. But have you forgotten our mission now? What is the flags and the king? Death of my life, man. Who cares for kings and flags when Aurora is in danger? Do you not understand? It is Aurora, my wife. Then I will ride with you. No, no, I must go alone. You stay and bring on the others, uh, Annette and Honorin, in the morning. They will need your protection. Where shall I take them? Uh, my mistress will receive you both. Of course. Go to my friend, Francoise de Bignet. I will join you there, and I'll be still alive. Meanwhile, if you love me, pray for me. I know not what kind of devil I must encounter. <laughs> Adapted for radio by Margaret Dunn from the novel by Alexander Dumas. A George Edwards production. Mm-hmm.